Well, my friends, it's good to be with you <clears throat> to celebrate this Holy Mass. Um, there's a lot going on in the readings today. Uh, this mysterious figure, Nicodemus, uh, who is this guy uh, that Jesus begins to talk to in the Gospel of John? Well, he was a prominent uh, figure in ancient Judaism. Um, <clears throat> and, uh, and of course, like many people, he, was, uh, he had heard of all the things that Jesus was doing. He was watching the miracles. He was connecting them to the scriptures and realizing that Jesus was a powerful man indeed and had questions of his own of whether Jesus is truly the anointed one the long-awaited one of Israel. And so he has this conversation, and there's a few things we can tease out. It says he came to Jesus at night. Uh, what does this mean? It means he's kind of sneaking out, right? He doesn't want people to quite know that he's talking to Jesus. Why not? Well, because uh, he would be outcast. He would kind of lose his prominent status amongst his friends uh, in ancient Judaism. So evidently he was a guy who held some particular power um, though we don't know exactly what that was. But we do know that he sneaks out at night to see Jesus. So there's a longing in his heart that he wants to know the truth. He wants to encounter Jesus. And he begins having this conversation with Jesus. And Jesus speaks of being born from above. Right? And Nicodemus is intrigued by it. What does he mean by this? And so he says, well, surely someone can't enter back into their mother's womb. Like, you know, you're a 30-year-old man. You can't go back in there. Uh, how's a man going to be born again, he says. And Jesus, I love the answer, he says, unless one is born of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. You know, what is this? Water. This is baptism. Jesus is speaking of, uh, of baptism. You've got to be born of water. And what happens in baptism is a remarkable miracle that takes place. In your baptism, whenever a child comes to be baptized, um, you enter into, number one, a covenant with God as your father. Number two, original sin is washed away. That inherent sin that was given to us uh, by Adam and Eve is washed away. We become beloved children of God. And it's as if the womb of Holy Mother Church is opened up and you are reborn into new life. It's not of the flesh, it's of the spirit. So he says you have to be born of water and the Spirit. So at that first moment of baptism, the Holy Spirit descends upon that little child um, and makes them new, so to speak. That new life is born within them. But this is also a foreshadowing of, uh, of confirmation, the sacrament of confirmation, where you receive the Holy Spirit and you're sealed with the gifts of the Holy Spirit. What a powerful, powerful anointing and encounter this is with the love of God, who is the Holy Spirit. And so Jesus says, you got to have both. you got to have water and the Holy Spirit. And so many times in our culture today, we look at confirmation as a graduation. Now, I don't have to go to CCD anymore. I finished with my religious studies. I'm an adult in the Catholic Church. That's heresy. <laughs> it's terrible. We don't become adults in the Catholic Church. We aren't finished with our formation you were simply given the fullness of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. This is sealed upon you with the chrism oil on your head. You are sealed with the gifts of the Holy Spirit so that you can go out and be a witness to the world. That's what confirmation does for us. It makes you a witness. And that word witness in Greek simply means martyr. A martyr. Someone to go out and lay down their life for the sake of the gospel. 
Man, how badly do we need that in our world today? We need people who are going to be sealed by the gifts of the Holy Spirit, on fire with the love of God, not afraid to approach Jesus and their relationship in private. This is my personal relationship with Jesus. It's private. I don't want to impose that on anybody else. That's Nicodemus approaching Jesus in the night. I don't want anybody to know that, you know, I'm having those kind of conversations and standing up for the sake of the gospel in those ways. No, to be a witness of Jesus, to be sealed with the Holy Spirit is to be a martyr, to be able to lay down our life if that's what God wills, but to be bold enough to be able to speak the gospel to people, to let them know the great freedom that comes with accepting Jesus and being born again. What a wonderful gift this is. And so Jesus wants us to have everything we need to get through this life and get to heaven. He wants to give us every gift. He wants to make us sons and daughters of the Most High God. He wants to wash away the old ancient curse of Adam and Eve. He wants to empower you and seal you with the gifts of the Holy Spirit so that you have the knowledge that you need. And you're not deceived by the lures and the lies of this world. You have the gift of understanding and the, the gift of fortitude to stand beneath the foot of the cross in the midst of great suffering. Call on the gift of fortitude. Holy Spirit, give me the gift of fortitude in the midst of my suffering. It's your gift. If you've been sealed with the gifts of the Holy Spirit through confirmation, use it. Don't forget you've been given these seven powerful gifts. All we have to do is call on them. It's kind of like a kid for Christmas, right? He knows he has those presents. His name is on the presents. He just couldn't open them yet. And so when you're confirmed, you're sealed, you get to open up these gifts. Don't just put those gifts on the side. Use them. Now more than ever, we need those gifts of the Holy Spirit to be operative within our world today. And so today, ask the Holy Spirit to come in new ways, powerful ways. That image of the Holy Spirit blowing upon the apostles and the acts uh, at first reading. And it so powerfully did the Holy Spirit come that the whole building began to shake. Maybe our hearts need to be shaken up a little bit by the Holy Spirit that he may infuse those gifts within us uh, in new ways, in powerful ways today, so that we can let the love of God be known to everyone that we see or meet or keep at a six-foot distance and shoot them a little blessing and a smile. God bless you.